This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Joined by Mary Lucas from Transitions Life Care. Here's your host, Jason Kong. Welcome to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. A very good afternoon to you. I'm Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas with Transitions Life Care. Mary, what's what's new in your world? I'm just pollen. Just pollen. <laughs> Still. Just kidding. Yeah. Hey, lots of gardening, actually. I've been I got my vegetables in the ground this weekend, so I'm excited about that. All right. I'm going to check back in with you in a couple months to stock up my pantry. Uh, well, I'm just going to go ahead and make a note of that. Okay. On to the serious stuff now. We're going to uh, start out the program talking about something that uh, affects a lot of people, especially our loved ones. And we're going to be focusing on Medicare Advantage plans and to have a well-rounded discussion on this, we are very pleased to welcome Leslie McMillan. She's a benefits broker with LSM Insurance Associates. Leslie, thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure, Jason and Mary. Thank you for having me. Definitely. I think that there's so much confusion about Medicare Advantage plans and original Medicare and what are my options, and there's just a lot swirling in this world. So maybe we start with the the basics. What is the difference between Medicare Advantage plans or Part C and original Medicare? Okay. Well, Mary, thank you for asking me the question about the differences. Before I start, I do want to couch the uh, conversation by the fact that we only have a few minutes. And mm-hmm. my slogan, I think, responds to that, which is called bringing clarity to confusion because Medicare is confusing. And a lot of people get a lot of information in the mail, especially at the time that they're turning 65. And it's a lot to go through because there's a lot of components. So to begin with, um, when you turn 65, or if you're already over 65, you start with Medicare Plan A, Part A, which is the hospitalization. You get, when you turn 65, Part B, which is the medical portion. Um, That makes up original Medicare. Then your decision is whether you want to buy coverage that sits on top of those basic coverages that the, that the government gives you, the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid, and then you have to make a decision to whether you buy a plan that works with that, which covers the 20% on average that Medicare does not cover. First option you have is a Medicare supplement plan, which is a plan that basically takes care of your cost. You have to pay a premium for that coverage, but it covers most of the things that Medicare does not cover for medical care. Your other option is a Medicare, and you can buy a prescription drug plan, which is normally called Part D. So Medicare is made up a lot of alphabet, the A, B, and D. <laughs> Or what you can do, and one of the things about our conversation today, is a Medicare C plan, which is another name for a Medicare Advantage plan. A Medicare Advantage plan includes medical care costs and prescription drugs generally, oftentimes. It doesn't have to. If you have something like TRICARE where you get your uh, some prescriptions or another plan that you have your prescriptions. Um, but many times you'll see a Medicare Advantage plan incorporating every part of Medicare, which is the parts that Medicare doesn't cover, and it is parts A. I mean, it covers medical care and prescription. Now, the key about Medicare Advantage plans is when you look at them, there's a lot of different mm-hmm. options out there. Each mm-hmm. carrier has their own cocktail, as I like to call it, of how they decide to present their plan. 
and you have different plans, even within the same company. Mm -hmm. But they're all sold through individual private insurance companies. So insurance company A may have a different variation than insurance company B. And so when you're looking at them, the key things are that you want to look at the provider networks because they all have provider networks. So that is a PPO, a preferred provider organization, which mm -hmm. lets you seek care in or out of network, or a HMO, health maintenance organization, that has um, an in-network benefit or mm -hmm. in-network benefits. Now, you cannot, with an HMO, generally go out of network. That means you okay. have to seek all your care within that network of providers. Um, and they may require referrals. Not all of these plans require you to seek a referral when you see a primary specialist, but generally on average, most HMOs will request that you receive uh, a, a referral. Now, they are a lot different than when I started in this industry, and my story is I, I started in this industry when I was five. That's, that's what I'm wow. saying. <laughs> and um, the point is, is that it's a lot easier to get referrals because they're all electronic. So all your primary care doctor has to do is send a referral to the specialist and you would be covered. And that would be to an in-network specialist. So a question, Advantage plan. So yeah. a question for you there. Can you go to any physician that you prefer or do you always need this referral for a specialist or do you pay less for certain providers? Is there some sort of in-network differences between plans and when comparing plans? Absolutely. And that's part of my job is to help you understand um, the differences between the plans because there are a lot of differences. And I like to say that as we evaluate your options, there's always an aha moment. There's a moment where we check your doctors and we find out whether your doctors are in the network or not in the network. We check your prescriptions because all of these plans, these Medicare Advantage plans, have what we call formularies. That is mm. a list of drugs that they cover. And depending on where that drug falls in that list is whether or not what you pay for that drug. And a lot of people think that getting Medicare is uh, going to go ahead and control some of those costs. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, the more the, the, when you are on the higher-priced uh, name-brand drugs, mm -hmm. there are associated costs, even with right. Medicare. So when somebody has, for example, I know Eliquis is on a lot of people's minds. It's very expensive yeah. drugs. They can come to you and be like, hey, I'm on Eliquis. Can you help me work through which plan might be best for me for covering my prescription medications? And here are some of my medications. And, and you can kind of go about shopping in that way. Absolutely. I have software that I use that can help us to evaluate what tier, which is what the, the, what we call it, what mm -hmm. tier that particular drug is in. And I happen to know that that drug is generally a tier three drug. Mm -hmm. So there are costs involved before you can get that drug generally when you use a health, uh, a Medicare Advantage plan. Gotcha. Or a, even, even a standalone prescription drug plan. Because they all have a particular design and they all have formularies. Okay. So when comparing plans, some other key things that you should be looking for are extra benefits covered, like dental, vision, hearing, fitness, emergency care. How does some of those kind of work when comparing plans? Well, that's a great point, Mary. Um, the, a lot of the view, I would say that HMOs offer the most additional benefits. That's why they call them advantage plans, because they give you advantage of additional benefits. So certain plans will offer dental a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars of coverage, and that includes for cavities and uh, extractions, etc. Other plans will give you a a, uh, uh, 
a health benefit, like a fitness benefit where you can go to a gym because it's all about wellness with mm-hmm. Medicare Advantage plans. They will give you physical exams for no cost. They will give you hearing tests at no cost. They'll give you a vision exam at no cost. They will give you a certain amount of dental. Not, not every plan offers those benefits, so it's important to evaluate the options. Another benefit that might be available is what we call over-the-counter benefits, meaning that every quarter you'll get so much money in a coupon book. So you can choose things like Band-Aids and uh, uh, thermometers and other things that are available through their catalog and get the bird at no cost to you because they gave you a, a certain allowance to purchase those things. Wonderful. And so you've, you've mentioned cost quite a few times. What are some of the cost differences between these? Like, is it there are premium and deductible costs that's different and other cost sharing for medical services and prescriptions? How, how much do they range across these different plans? Well, on average, first of all, you always have to pay your Part B. So Part B is the part I said that was the medical care cost. So you're going to get Part A generally at no cost when you are in Medicare. Part B costs for 2021 $148.50 a month. When you buy a Medicare Advantage plan, you can often buy a plan that has no premium per month. So that means your cost per month is the $148.50. However, a lot of these plans have a copay, which you may be similar from your employer that your employer offered when you weren't over 65. Uh, and those copays can run from zero for primary to $50 for specialists. You pay an encounter fee whenever you get a, a get care. So if you go to uh, physical therapy, you're going to pay a fee. When you go to the emergency room, you're going to pay a fee uh, for uh, the hospital or for an uh, urgent care visit or for an emergency. But there's an out-of-pocket max associated so that you won't pay more than X dollars per year. In, with all your co-pays and associated costs. That is the voice of Leslie McMillan. She's a benefits broker with LSM Insurance Associates, and we're talking all about Medicare Advantage plans, and we're going to continue our conversation with Leslie right after this. Stick around. You are listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF with your hosts, Mary Lucas and Jason Kong. Welcome back to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk traffic. Hey, if you want to learn more about Transitions Life Care, best place to do that is online at transitionslifecare.com. Dot org transitionslifecare.org. Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas, and we're having a conversation all about Medicare Advantage plans, and this is uh, uh, some very serious stuff. This is a, a dense topic, and to make it understandable to a layperson like me, we've brought in Leslie McMillan, who's a benefits broker with LSM Insurance Associates. And Mary, you know, this uh, Leslie has been very helpful unpacking this subject, but uh, there, there's still a lot more ground that we want to cover here in the last segment. 
Absolutely. We've talked a lot about the differences and the different plans and how you should be shopping and going about this, but let's go back a little bit. And when should someone start looking to enroll in Medicare? When can you enroll in Medicare? And talk to us a little bit about the process here. Okay. Well, thanks, Mary. Um, The first thing is is that if you're turning 65, uh, you want to start at least three months prior to your 65th birthday. That's called the initial open enrollment period. And it starts three months prior to your birthday. Unless, Mm -hmm. of course, your birthday is on the first of the month. Then you get an extra month, but we won't go there. (laughs) So basically, um, you've got three months prior. And if you're collecting Social Security, you will automatically get your beautiful red, white, blue card in the mail. However, if you're still working and you're not sure you're going to take Medicare, You don't necessarily have to because if you're going to remain working after 65 and you are offered group health insurance, Mm -hmm. you can postpone Medicare Part B, which is the part that you have to pay for, the $148.50 in 2021, Mm -hmm. until that time that you wish to retire. Now, depending on the fact of what your costs are for your employer plan, it actually may work out to your benefit to go ahead and buy a plan when you turn 65. But you don't know that until you look at the details and Mm -hmm. understand how your plan works as opposed to how Medicare works and the various options that are available to you. Okay. Are there any any downsides to, um, are there any downsides in not applying when you're first eligible? Absolutely. If you are not on an employer plan, and you are not collecting Social Security, and you do not buy Part B or -hmm. Part D when you are initially eligible, you can face penalties from Medicare if you ever decide to go ahead and buy it. I had a gentleman who was buying a uh, concierge-type medical care for the first two years of his Medicare, but he's 67 now. He did not buy Part B, and he did not buy Part uh, D, the... um, prescription drug coverage. He has to pay a penalty for every month he did not have his Medicare coverage in place. The only time that does not apply is if you have group health insurance and you have uh, you do not have to pay for the Medicare Part B or Part D penalty. But if you don't have it, you will pay a penalty later on if you postpone it. Gotcha. So when so we're starting the process of signing up. What are some first steps that people should be doing when signing up for Medicare? Well, they should talk to somebody if they are confused. And when mm-hmm. I say talk to somebody, I would recommend SHIP, which is the Center, the uh, Medicare Education Senior Information Network, which is locally available in most of the areas. Or you can talk to a broker, which is someone like myself, who has been taking a lot of continuing education annually to evaluate the various plans that the carriers provide, or you can talk to the carriers. Um, My only concern about the carriers is they're not going to ask you the questions about your personal situation. They're going to be focusing on sharing the products and services of that particular plan that you might be looking at. And believe me, you will be inundated with material and marketing. And if I'm not mistaken, people that will call you uh, to ask you if you'd like to enroll. I just had an 87-year-old woman who called me because she was upset because somebody signed her up for a plan that really did not meet her needs and how she could go back to original Medicare. And so it's very important to talk to someone that you trust and feel that it can give you good information. Leslie, can you talk to us a little bit about maybe some some of the scams and frauds, uh, fraud mm-hmm. uh, potential that's out there in surrounding Medicare that folks need to be aware of when it's time to enroll or maybe if they're looking to make a change? 
Well, thank you for that. Um, Jason, I would speak that I am not familiar with as many of the scams that are out there. I can only vouch for the fact that I get calls all the time, and I think we all do. And I think that if someone is calling you, the first thing I would like to say is generally I can't call you. That's part of my license requirements. I cannot call someone I do not know to offer them information about Medicare. You have to call me. So when somebody's calling you about Medicare Advantage or Medicare Supplement or something, that is probably likely not somebody you necessarily want to talk to. I would be very, very careful because the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid basically have a lot of very um, important compliance regulations involved to provide people and to protect them. So somebody's calling you, you may want to say, let me send me some information and get off the phone with those people because they're generally not there to help you. That's very helpful. Can you talk to us? I know that you host classes um, and as kind of a Medicare one-on-one and confu- clearing up some confusion about Medicare. Can you talk to us a little bit about some of those resources that you have available for the community? Yes. Um, I'd like to invite everybody. I am the host of Medicare 101. It is a Zoom call, and it's really simple to use. Most of us have started to get more comfortable with uh, the Internet and how to do that. Um, I host those calls on the first and third Tuesday of every month. That's Monday, January through December. Um, They are at 7 p.m. on the first and third Tuesday of every month. The next one is on April 20th. They're about an hour long, and you can get and then uh, register for a Zoom class with me on Medicare 101 at uh, HTTPS colon backslash backslash www w.lfm, Leslie Sam Mary Insurance, all one word, dot net slash events. And you can also call me at 919-271-6898, and I can make sure you're registered for those classes. And again, those are the first and third Tuesday of every month. Now, if you can't make those classes, I'm always available to answer questions. Excellent. And again, that website, lsminsurance.net. And if you are interested in one of Leslie's Zoom classes, you just click on that events button and that'll take you there. And you can also call her. She's got her phone number listed on the website, that phone number, 919-271-6898. Leslie, thank you so much for your time and for making this subject that uh, can oftentimes be overwhelming uh, more understandable and more digestible for us. Well, thank you so much. And I am a New Englander, so I do talk fast. (laughs) I promise during the class that I will take my time and answer your questions. And if you call me, I do the same. Thank you again, Jason and Mary. Uh, Thank you, Leslie. We really appreciate it. We are taking a quick break, but we will be back with more. Stick around. This is Aging Matters. Care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. 60 minutes devoted to giving you all the information you need when caring for a loved one with Mary Lucas and Jason Kong. If you have questions for the show, you can email agingmatters at transitionslifecare.org. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk Traffic. Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas. And Mary, we're 
going to be exploring a, a different subject now, and I don't think we've spent much time talking about this at all, but we're going to be talking about second career planning after retirement, and this is so important for us to uh, to stay engaged and active in our retirement years and to have a, a thorough discussion on this. We're very happy to welcome Johnny McManus. Johnny is a therapeutic recreation specialist with Wake Tech. Johnny, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, and good morning. I'm really excited about this. You know, as much as we don't want to think about or consider this, but many Americans, retirement barely exists anymore. I know that's such a bummer, but people are living longer and wanting to stay productive and active. And maybe they're thinking a new career or maybe volunteering, but I feel like many Americans are driving back in after 65. So Johnny, can you talk to us a little bit about this? Is it ever too early to think ahead about an after-retirement second career? It's never too early. And at Wake Tech, most of my students that I'm encountering now that are enrolling are seniors. And the reason is because they see the need to continue to be actively engaged. They want to be involved. Mm-hmm. And many seniors have so much to offer. Mm-hmm. They have so much to offer. And recently talking with um, and doing an interview uh, with Mr. Patterson, Henry Patterson, who is retired and seeking a second career, going into a second career, he listed some of the things is financial stability, to do the little extra things that you like to do, such as the landscape, the travel, the fishing trips, and things like mm-hmm. that. But not only that, but also the ability to continue to remain mentally alert mm-hmm. is extremely important. That's a great uh, When you go into a second retirement or looking at a second uh, career, mm-hmm. you have an opportunity for socialization skills to continue to be encouraged to engage uh, with your coworkers. The majority of the time, we spend a great deal of our time employed, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I've been working ever since the fifth grade. So that is the majority of your life. And mm-hmm. Wake Tech offers so many opportunities for citizens. You can even have a baking class online. You can be a professional baker. Uh, you can seek a health care career mm-hmm. and going back and working into the long-term care environment, working with seniors with activities, uh, teaching young people to read, intergenerational activities. And the second career offers you an opportunity to reinvent yourself. Wow. Because with seniors, you can share all of your experiences. Mm -hmm. You can also have an opportunity to give back to the community. Mm -hmm. There are so many opportunities that are available. Mm -hmm. And I recently was chatting during the COVID. Mrs. Scott has brought this uh, topic even more relevant and made it more relevant is I met and hired an individual at the drive up at the bank and we were chatting back and forth because you weren't not allowed to go into the lobby mm-hmm. and she was talking to me at the drive-thru window about her experience she was a senior and we were talking and she said that one of the biggest things she had regretted during COVID was retirement. Hmm. 
I asked her why. She said, because I miss my friends. Right. I miss my coworkers. I miss the interaction. I miss going out having a nice lunch. Mm-hmm. I miss the lunchtime walk. And whenever you start and you think about it, how much time you spend at your job, things that you can gain mm-hmm. when you seek a second career, and uh, the socialization, coping skills, being active, being involved, giving back. Everybody wants to feel youthful. You want to feel youthful? You want to contribute because we spend so much of our time and it's important and we've seen the results. Mm-hmm. And what I've explained to students, we are there to encourage, to engage, to keep people involved. And through the drive-thru window and just chatting back and forth, I could sense that this lady was missing a major element in her life. Mm-hmm. So what I encouraged her to do is to seek that sex career because you can do it all over again. You can do it better. Absolutely. Because you're working at your leisure. You're gaining socialization. You're learning how to work with people. Uh, you, you're giving back. Mm-hmm. So it's never too early to start looking and investing in ways that I can give back, ways that I can transition into a second career, ways that I can volunteer, ways that I can remain active. Because one of the biggest uh, things that we have seen through what we call a disengagement theory is that over a period of time, if you're not careful, people have a process of disengagement from mm-hmm. social groups, from civic groups, from church services, from friends, and they become lonesome and isolated. Right. And we've seen through studies of, of COVID and the effects of elderly uh, in long-term care, how this has affected them. So it's never, ever too early to start looking at that second career. That's very helpful. Looking at volunteer work throughout the community. Absolutely. So it sounds like passion projects, and you can focus on your dream job and fulfill that mission and and, and fill that void, especially after COVID when so many people are seeking um, how to move forward and what next. So when you've decided that you're going to start looking at a second career, what are some first steps in doing that? Should you be brushing up your resume or networking, or, or how do you go about kind of the next step after you've made that decision? Okay, after you've made that decision, and I'm so glad you asked that question because that leads into my next little segment. Uh, one way of doing that and utilizing the resources that are in the community, uh, Wake Tech, which is the largest community college that we're fortunate in the state of North Carolina, has career coaching. They have so many online classes that are available. Uh, there's so much help for seniors uh, that are in the community. Uh, Dorcas Ministry has a coaching, job coaching service that's available. So there are so many options that are available to look and say what I call assessing, reassessing yourself. The first stage of career planning is what are my strengths? 
what is my interest? Mm-hmm. What are some things that I'm interested in? What have I had? To, what need do I have to fulfill? So just the self-assessment is first and being honest. These, these are areas that I'm interested in. I now have time to pursue these. What am I going to bring to the table? So you're constantly assessing what are my needs, what can I bring to the table, and being honest. This is something I'm very passionate about art. I'm very passionate about painting. I'm very passionate about oral culture. Or I have um, special knowledge in portrait writing. Or I am excellent in exercise and yoga. These are some things that you match not only your strength, interests, and needs, with what is available. Yeah, it requires a, a lot of introspection, and that's that's probably a good exercise for us to do, regardless of if we're pursuing a second career. But this is obviously something very important to consider when you are looking at a second career or, or you know focusing on your retirement years. We're speaking with Johnny McManus. She's a uh, Johnny is a therapeutic recreation specialist with Wake Tech, and we're going to continue our conversation right after this. Stick around. You are listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. News, talk, traffic. This is Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Joined by Mary Lucas from Transitions Life Care. Here's your host, Jason Kong. Welcome back to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. News, talk, traffic. You can always find more about Transitions Life Care online anytime at transitionslifecare.org. Jason Kong here with Mary Lucas, our guest on the line, is Johnny McManus, and Johnny is a therapeutic recreation specialist with Wake Tech, and we're talking all about second careers after retirement, and Mary, uh, Johnny has kind of inspired me to, (laughs) uh, you know, make sure I'm planning for my retirement years, but uh, there was also a mention of of various resources, and I know we want to dive into that. Absolutely. I, I'm very excited. I can't wait to be a radio host in my next career. <laughs> um, but Johnny, can you talk to us a little bit about some additional resources that people should be seeking out when starting their second career hunt in the process? Okay. Second careers and looking at, first of all, is the self-assessment. What am I good at? What are some things that I enjoy? What can I turn that hobby even into a short-term profit of bringing financial in, if that is the need, Uh, but also looking at what am I passionate about, Uh, looking into long-term care uh, facilities that as things are opening up, the need for volunteers, of course, using the community college as a resource, uh, using the households of faith because a lot of faith-based organizations, churches, affiliated, they have so many volunteer opportunities that are available. We can reach out to sick, the shut-in, uh, Meals on Wheels program. There is such a need right now for hands-on, even to telephone, becoming a pen pal, 
all mm-hmm. kinds of things are available. Uh, even looking into the hospitality industry, and there are courses through Wake Tech Community College to be a, a concierge at a hotel. Wow. Elderly people and older people like myself enjoy talking. We enjoy giving the facts. We enjoy if you're checking into a motel or hotel. We enjoy knowing where's the best restaurant, where can I exercise, where can I grab a quick bite. Mm-hmm. Uh, elderly people have an opportunity to provide additional information. So the hotel industry is wide open. Never before have we seen a time where there are so many classes online, even a baking class, mm-hmm. of becoming a professional baker. Perfect that art. And my resource and my enthusiasm is stir up the gift that you have mm-hmm. and be willing to share that gift. But also taking the time while you're here on this earth to share with other individuals. You've transitioned from one career. You know what it's like. You know what's involved. And most individuals that are seeking a second career have the time, the patience to pour into not only people in long-term care, but young people that are seeking guidance. Mm -hmm. There are all kinds of things that are available in many projects. Community gardens are springing up. The need to talk and read to young people Mm -hmm. that's available on literacy programs, online programs that are through the college. Um, There's a great MS website for reaching out. There's all kinds of service projects that are available. Mm -hmm. And my advice, because I see seniors now more than ever, going forward in second careers. People are working longer. They're living longer. So continue to contribute back into the community. Once the basic needs are taken care of, house, food, shelter, all of us have things that we can pour back into the community to make the world better. There's all kinds of volunteer opportunities. Uh, everything that that is available so that people don't feel socially isolated, so that they don't disconnect. And we have the opportunity to utilize technology. We have the opportunity to use media. We have the opportunity to use cell phones. There's all kinds of things available. And our voice to start planning, give back, pour into someone else. Because once you start planting those seeds, those seeds continue to grow. Continue to be encouraged and engaged. If you don't use it, you lose it. And what I tell my students, you are paid to play. So with that in mind, we want to continue to encourage and engage constantly. Every resource that is available. Churches are available. Wake Tech Community College has a slew of opportunities, career coaches that are available that you can contact. Senior Citizen Centers and things open back up. Make it your business that I'm going to pull back. I'm going to plan a second career. I'm going to be as the best I can be. 
So I thank you. Thank you so much for this opportunity to share this message. Well, Johnny, so seek uh, that second career and start working. Yeah, absolutely. And, and before we uh, we head out, Johnny, I, I got to ask you. You know, for those of us considering a second career, you know, maybe there's there's some fear there. You know, what would you say to those who, uh, you know, I guess when we're dealing with our first careers, it might be you know making the wrong choice or you know how's this going to work out for me. But with the second career, it might be more of uh, boy, I guess acceptance. You know, I, I'm trying something new. Maybe I've done something else my whole life, and I'm going to jump into this. Or uh, is this group going to accept me? Can you talk a little bit about uh, maybe fear and overcoming that fear of making a, a, a big change for a second career? I think that part of it is taking the first step. And if you never take that first step, if you never take that first step, you'll always be wondering, what should I have done? And you don't want to be at a stage where you're 65 and 70 and saying, I wish I had, I could have. Uh, Take that first step. The first step is always scary, but you will find out. Once you take that step and be bold, your first career, you're looking into the promotion. You're looking into making sure that I'm getting all of my ducks in a row, that I, I might not be the CEO of a company or whatever, but I'm seeking retirement, making sure that I'm making accurate uh, steps toward to advance my career. The second career, you have experience, and experience speaks volumes. Experience speaks volumes. But taking that step, If you don't take that step, you've already failed. And if you take a step and it doesn't work out, you pick yourself back up and you try something else. But you continue to make that step, to make that progress. You continue to make that progress because it's very important that you give something back. And you can do that during that second career. Mm-hmm. That's very well and said. And, you know, the expression is, if I shoot for the moon and land among the stars, I'm still successful. Johnny, you got me fired up. I'm ready to I'm ready to come see you. I, I, <laughs> I, I got uh, a couple of decades before I need to consider a second career, I think. You know, who knows what the bosses think here. But, Johnny, you, you got me fired up. Thank you so much for your time today. Johnny McManus, Therapeutic Recreation Specialist with Wake Tech. Johnny, if folks want to find more, should they just Google Wake Tech? Is that the best way to get started? Yes, if this is the activity care, activity coordinator's class for long-term care. Wonderful. And you will never, ever be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we appreciate the opportunity. The students and faculty at Wake Tech appreciate this opportunity to share this message. Go for that second career. Start planning. Give back. Excellent. Very well said. Uh, we are just about out of time here. I want to thank our guests today, and we want to remind you that you can always find more information about Aging Matters. If you want to check out past episodes, podcasts, go to WPTF.com. Just click on the podcast button and find the Aging Matters section there. On behalf of Mary Lucas, I am Jason Kong, thanking you for listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you, a service of Transitions Life Care. It's your life, your care on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF News Talk. 
traffic. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Aging Matters, care and comfort that surrounds you on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. For more information, log on to transitionslifecare.org.